The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next, co-hosts of Marriage Today, Jimmy and Karen Evans, describe the transformation in their marriage as moving from pain to paradise. I started realizing I'm just miserable, period. And so I wanted help for myself. And so I just began to read the Word of God. And that's what saved me. That's what saved our marriage. And so her story is the story of millions of women. But the difference is the ending of our story is different because of how she responded to God. Uh, Jimmy and Karen uh, Evans with us, and this is a this is a really neat book. And, and, and listen to the title: "From Pain to Paradise." Pain to Paradise. Uh, God transformed my life and marriage from brokenness to blessing. And it's written by Karen Evans. And and the thing about it is, uh, Jimmy just said to us earlier before we came out here, he said what what she is sharing. He said, when he read it, he thought, I can't believe she said all that. <laughs> he said, it, it, it could perhaps be as great a healing tool in marriages as anything that he would ever offer marriages and the people he loves and cares about. And Karen has been willing to talk about what it was really like. Now, Jimmy said, which uh, according to what he told us before we walked out here, it was really a big understatement of the real truth. He said he was a jerk. He said, that just quite doesn't cover it. And Karen went ahead and told you exactly what it was she was living with <laughs> and what God had to do and what God can do for anybody. Would you welcome Jimmy and Karen Evans to life today? Glad to see you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. I, 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 you know, I, I, I want to know about the paradise because, I mean, I've, I've known you, you two as well. You seem like y'all getting along pretty good. He said, he said plenty of times he's a jerk. Mm -hmm. But you're just making it pretty clear that didn't cover the territory. <laughs> and you're willing to go ahead and open up. And uh, I asked you if it was going to be difficult for you to talk, but you talked like, no, I'll go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> and I think you were talking about it because it's the truth. But I think also you were talking about it because of the gratitude for what has happened, mm -hmm. which according to you, this is a miracle sitting by you, mm -hmm. a miracle that really needed to happen. But I, I sense in what you're saying and what you're wanting to get across is you want that miracle for everybody, even where they think it's not possible. Am I yeah. right about well, that? Well, I started out in the book saying that, you know, a lot of women look at our marriage and like, oh, I want a husband like Jimmy. I'm like, oh, okay, you want to go through what we went through to get this? <laughs> and so, you know, because it wasn't easy, you know, and I was really, really shy, just like Jimmy always says, I was painfully shy. And so, um, you know, our marriage started out, we thought it was going to be great because we really did love each other. But it was that kind of love where you're just, you're sucking off of each other in an unhealthy way. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, we started, Jimmy said all along, you know, you've got to write your story because there is, a, there is something there, especially when it comes to women who are insecure. You know, they have the low self-esteem and a husband like Jimmy can dominate them and just really make them feel insignificant and, and just empowered, you know, be empowered as a woman, today's world, that's what we're always told, you know, and so um, that to go through the story of how, you know, the Lord began to heal me and um, all we went through, because it was painful, it was very painful. I used to cry myself to sleep every single night mm -hmm. and uh, beg God uh, to change him. And I didn't have a real close relationship with the Lord at that point. We were both Christians. And I just, you know, 
in my heart, I knew that God was the answer. And so after fighting and fighting and fighting, honestly, get the book, because I do. I go into a lot of details. Too much. <laughs> you want me to tell the story about no. the... No, no. <laughs> first of all, I love the way you, you've said it. You said, I've always, I've told our story, yeah. Yeah. but she's never gotten to tell yeah. her, her, yeah. her and part she, of And story. she tells the details that I really, I honestly, I, I had forgotten. I wanted to forget. But they're so important because Karen responded to our pain, to her pain and to our pain in the most godly way. And that's what saved me. That's what saved our marriage. And so her story is the story of millions of women. But the difference is the ending of our story is different because of how she responded to God. She handled the difficult situation appropriately or it would not have ended well. It, 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 she picked a fight with me and I'm the wrong guy to pick a fight with <laughs> back yeah. then because yeah, I was I unrighteous you. and right. you know I was, I was insecure, mm -hmm. but I covered it up with being macho and, and acting tough, but I was actually very insecure. And when she wanted to fight with me, I was more than happy to oblige. <laughs> the, but the difference is the change in our marriage happened when Karen went to God and said, change me, to change her, she stopped focusing on me because I was a bad guy. I was, I was a jerk. Mm -hmm. And then God picked a fight with me, and I didn't win that fight. <laughs> when she was before God, humble and saying to God, God, help me, God, heal me, God, change me, because for, there was a period of time there her prayer was change Jimmy, and nothing happened. But when she began saying to God, change me, that's when I began to feel a shift in the relationship, which ultimately changed my heart. And we are, don't you think then that that's the case with a lot of women when mm -hmm. they go into a marriage, they see some imperfections there and they oh, well, I can change that. And you really can't. It has yeah. to start from within. And yourself. with me, I, w I was so insecure that I was probably more <laughs> focused on my <laughs> issues than his. But, um, you know, I like to say that this has taken a long time. I mean, it wasn't something that was, you know, quick. You know, we fought like cats and dogs when we were dating for four years, <laughs> and then the first five years is basically what this story is coming from. And during nine, that nine years of misery is a long time <laughs> to live in misery. That's the why thing, it's paradise now. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing you need to understand is they didn't divorce. Yeah. Been there, there is no fix there. Mm -hmm. And they seem to have every reason to divorce. Karen was positive mm -hmm. she did. Jimmy probably was honest, like, yeah, if he'd just sit down a minute and get honest, I'd understand. But the point is that, that they were there in this misery, which we don't have to live in it that long. But what Karen's trying to help, but I know it's Jimmy's desire, is to show you how you can move out of that misery, and it's not always the way you think. That's right. And it wasn't like her focusing on him mm -hmm. because it had been easy to. It seemed so obvious he was such a, a person in such <laughs> great need. But when you just said, okay, show me some things, mm -hmm. uh, I, what, what do you want people to hear when they read the book? Well, what do you want them to all, get out of it? You know, I wasn't blameless in the relationship. You know, it wasn't just him. I had my own issues. I had the... the anger. Like, you know, I would show, you know, my frustrations by slamming doors and leaving the house and driving around, you know, just trying to get his attention somehow. And it never worked. You know, I'd come home from being gone forever and he would be still sitting there and never even worried where I was. I'm like, Really? And so, you insensitive <laughs> jerk. I was a jerk. Just yes, fill in the blank. I was a jerk. Tell it better. Tell it better. I want to. I want to know. Yeah, I believe me. It says. It. Yeah. And so, but what I had to do is I, I started realizing I'm just miserable. Period. And so I wanted help for myself. And so I just began to read the Word of God. And really, the original title we thought was going to be something about the Word of God because honestly, literally reading His Word every single day. Totally 
totally changed me from the inside out. I became a totally different person just from reading it. And did you um, see it? And it absolutely. Did it annoy you a little bit? No, no. It, it, but it, it interested me. Interesting. Uh, Psalm 107:20 says God sent His Word to heal them and to deliver them from their destructions. And of course, Hebrews 4 says the Word of God is living and active. When she got in the Word every day, I saw the Lord delivering her from her destructions and healing her. I mean, it, it's just an active force. And I, and I saw that happening, and it changed the mm -hmm. equilibrium in our home. I mean, the fighting, she, she wasn't fighting with me anymore. But what she was doing that was different than anything she had done before is her confidence was growing. Mm -hmm. And I was a very type A person, very strong personality, and so she would fight with me. Well, you're going to lose if you, you want to fight with me. Okay. Then she started coming up and not fighting, but very graciously stating how she believed. I wasn't used to that. And it was a confidence her, in her that was rising up, but then God was dealing with my heart. And, and when we look back, we, we were different people. We, we just were different mm -hmm. people. But I look back on the days before that God broke through my heart. I was deceived. I thought she was the problem. I thought that I had just accidentally married this stubborn woman that couldn't be <laughs> trained and, you know, and so on. I was a male chauvinist pig, too, besides all that. But when Karen got into the Word, I literally saw, it was like a, it was like a beaten down rose that just began to blossom. She began to blossom and it interested me, but she began to respond to me differently. And it wasn't, uh, it, it was a confidence. It was a godly confidence and it bothered me in, a, in some ways. But that's when the Lord began to break through my heart. And that did, was so did you want a dominator, Jimmy? Or was that just built in? No, it was just built in. It, built in. No, it, it was just the strength <laughs> of my personality. Plus, I just Plus thought she family. was a problem. Your yeah, family it, was, it, was my, yeah. it was my default setting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Go ahead, Karen. But yeah, I was going to say, what happened, though, is the more I started reading, um, I realized how much I wanted a relationship with God. And, but it was so hard for me because I thought God had to, didn't really love me because I figured if he's still acting this way and God hasn't changed him, there's something wrong with me. You know, this has to be something wrong with me. And so what developed through me reading the Word of God is all of a sudden it was like the blindness of who Jesus really is or what the Bible really says about relationships and love and, and just, you know, everybody you meet. And I remember, you know, thinking, God, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a speaker. I'm not a, you know, all these things that, you know, you, you think you're supposed to be as a Christian. And um, the Lord said, can you just love? And I remember just thinking, okay. And so that was going to be hard though, because, <laughs> you know, he wasn't that lovable. <laughs> and so, and so he, he took me through the process of just um, me growing in the Lord and in his love, you know, and just allowing the Lord to love me just the way I was. And I didn't have to change for God to love me because that was so foreign to my thinking. You know, I figured you had to do this and this and this, and then you're going to be loved. And, you know, if you mess up, then you're not loved. And, um, and so as the Lord began to heal that in me and the rejection and the self-hate that I had, I mean, really bad self-hate. And because um, I knew what it felt like to hate, but I didn't know what it felt like to have God's love. And so as he began to heal me through his word and then just praying and um, trusting God and 
um, all of a sudden it was just like, oh my gosh, Jesus is so cool. <laughs> and I say this in my in the in the book because I was scared of Jesus because to me in the in the New Testament he was like, you Pharisees, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh maybe that's me, you know, because I always felt like, okay, I'm just not good enough. And um, but I, I fell in love with the Lord through Isaiah. And I mean, I challenge anybody, just get in the Word and stay in it. It's the most profound, alive, most beautiful book that's ever been written. As we all know as Christians, but as a person who just was desperate, I mean, it's literally changed. And I, I can't, I have to read it every day. And every single day, it's like alive and new and fresh. And I'm amazed. I'm like, no wonder, you know, everybody says he's majestic and amazing and brilliant, because he is. I mean, to write a book and have it written that long ago, and it still has that much power over all of our lives is amazing to me. Plus, it, it keeps us connected to Jesus in a way that, I mean, it's so unbelievable to me. And I mean, every single day I tell the Lord, I cannot believe how much I love you. I cannot believe. It's like, you know, you know, you know how those yeah. it's Can't like, you, I, I believe too through what God showed you mm -hmm. there when you started working and building on that relationship mm -hmm. with Him and allowing Him to make changes in your own heart, you released Him to God. Exactly. Right. For God to work. Yeah. And, and when we were first dating, we were dysfunctional and mm -hmm. codependent. And Karen was trying to get that God need from me. Mm -hmm. And of course, I you know, couldn't meet it. And part of what frustrated me about her was I felt like she was making demands on me that I could never meet. And she was. She was expecting me to be Jesus for her. Okay? Well, I didn't know that back then. <laughs> but when she turned to Jesus and she began to get literally filled with his love and filled with his joy, mm -hmm. and then I would relate to her, you know, we would just be around the house together, whatever. She wasn't looking to me for those things. Mm -hmm. She wasn't needy the way she was before. She was confident. In fact, she was a giver. And she would begin to give to me. Before, she didn't give unless she got, and I didn't either. That's the way we were. But then she was a giver. She was confident. And it just interested me. But again, it changed the equilibrium of our relationship. And as she began to go to God and focus on herself, the Lord began to focus on me. And that's one time she walked through the room and I was being a rat, and uh, I had said something to her, and she responded in a very gracious way. Not in anger, because that, that was her mm -hmm. problem before, just responding in anger, which just fueled me. She responded <laughs> in a very gracious way, and the Lord said to me, you don't deserve her. Wow. And that was those kinds of things, and I thought, no, I really don't. She's better than I am. And it was just the chipping away at my heart. And then one night we had a huge fight, and I told her to get out of the house. Um, and it was my fault. It was not her fault. She, I was just at the place of feeling like I'm losing this battle, and so this is the how I'm going to win. And that's the night that literally God showed up. Something fell off of my eyes. I don't know how to say it. God, the deception that was on my mm -hmm. life. And I, a moment before that, I thought she's the problem. If she'll ever get fixed, if she'll ever get her problems fixed, everything's going to be all right. The moment after that, I realized I am married to the most precious woman in the world. I have abused her with my mouth. I have mistreated her. Uh, I, you know, all of those things. And I went and repented to Karen, and she forgave me. And that began the healing process in our marriage that didn't happen overnight, but in a few months. We were in a wonderful place. We celebrate our 43rd anniversary next week. <laughs> and so we're so glad we didn't divorce. I married the perfect person. I didn't make a mistake. Um, we are soulmates. And um, the people, Karen's book is so phenomenal in 
that it tells our story, but it also tells how this remarkable woman stopped focusing on me and making me into the enemy and started focusing on God and letting God change her. If people wanted to get it, it's in the bookstores and they can get it online, but how about website to you? Say they wanted to ask you for the book, <clears throat> find out about where you're going to be teaching a marriage seminar or setting, where would they go, Jim? Marriagetoday.com. All right. And they can get the book there, find out all about our television ministry and all of our speaking schedule. Everything you're doing. The television ministry is called? Marriage Today with Jimmy and Karen. All right. And it basically airs all over the world. And uh, I would just say to you, we are offering the uh, Living Your Destiny, and we have uh, several very gifted women teaching and offering some of that material when we ask you to be a miracle in someone's life, which I think you will want to be gladly. But if you'd like to have the book, you just help us touch a child with God's love and uh, really make a difference in their life. We'll be glad to have that. You just say, would you send that to me? And we'd be more than happy to do it. Karen, I, uh, I, I know that you've got hope to what you've shared you, the people get to see what you've seen because mm -hmm. it's worth it, isn't it? Mm -hmm, it is. And do you have high hope that that's exactly what's going to happen? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, anybody can make it, you know, and I know that a lot of people have gone through a lot of hurt and they just think there's no way I can get over the hurt or the pain, you know, but, you know, with forgiveness, you know, and, and letting the, the Lord soften your heart back because usually what happens is their hearts harden. And then, you know, they can't hear the truth. They don't want to hear the truth because it's just too painful. And so, yes, I think that, you know, anybody can make it. So. And I want to thank you. Thank, thank you, Karen. You. you want to say thanks to Jimmy thank and you. Karen for, I think, being a great blessing, probably, I guess, as respected as anyone in the nation, uh, perhaps in the world, is teaching marriage uh, relationships and doing it effectively. I've listened to Jimmy when he'd have 4,000 people sitting out there and they're just captivated because they, and they so often come in as couples. And it's like we, we expect to walk out different and I know that's what you're going to get uh, get from the book, Pain to Paradise. Uh, you know, we, are, we help people in pain, mm -hmm. literally. And uh, a lot of times you see something that's challenging that the process looks pretty difficult. What we deal with so often is as simple as a drink of water, clean water, yeah. or maybe food. You know, when we talk about the crisis with children that we're trying to help who are, are literally starving, and the solution is perfect. I mean, we support many causes to try to fight disease, and they're looking for a cure. What we're showing you, there's a perfect cure, but it always comes because of love. Mm -hmm. It really does. I want you to watch the birth of a miracle, the birth of a mission outreach that has saved millions of lives and reached more than 11 million people for Christ just in this single outreach, watch. Successful teams are made up of individuals who partner together to accomplish extraordinary things. The partnership between Life Outreach and African missionary Peter Pretorius has resulted in millions of lives being saved in the mission feeding program. The need for this type of program became apparent when Peter Pretorius found himself stranded for 10 days in a war-torn village in Mozambique. About the fifth day I was here, there was an old man came out of there. He came walking across the clearing and I could see that he was very weak. I went to help him and I assisted him, half carrying him, and came and sat him against that very tree. And I went to get him some water. And when I came back and shook him by the shoulder, I thought he'd gone to sleep. And his head toppled forward. He was dead. 
I just stood and I wept. And I said to God, I said, Lord, I don't know anyone. And you know, God spoke to me and said, my heart is like your heart at the moment, only more so. And thus, mission feeding began. Eventually, food factories were built and fleets of trucks were needed to deliver a nutritious food mix to remote African villages and schools. And now, over 25 years later, there are still hundreds of thousands of children living in food-scarce villages who depend on the partnership between Life Outreach and Peter Pretorius for a daily bowl of food at their school. See, one thing that's great about the villages and schools in the villages is it draws kids from a five to 10 kilometer radius out of all these tiny little villages. So yeah, you can see you don't have a big village, but you have 500 kids who come to the school and they're coming from the whole area. So it enables us to have a point where we can do nutritional feeding that brings the kids in. But you can see the need of the kids here, James. There's a protein deficiency in nearly all of these children. You know? They desperately need the food. So we've got, a, we've got an immediate opportunity to provide yep. really for their future. And it's chronic. We have to do it now. Father, I thank you for what we've just seen. I want to thank you for this 25-year journey and above all, not only for Peter and Ann and the missionaries, but for all our viewers all over the world who've made this outreach possible in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. I, I want to thank you for praying us into that place. Uh, I, th I think Betty and I have three children that have just magnified the Lord, and we have 11 grandchildren who are magnifying the Lord, have a little great-grandson, he will. One of the reasons I think is you've really prayed for us, and from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You prayed for us when we lost our daughter, and you loved us. Thank you. But let me tell you what you've done that's more meaningful than I can put in words. You've helped us put loving arms around the suffering like you just saw. And you've seen a, a journey with Peter Vitoris and Ann and Betty and me for more than 25 years to save millions of lives. And that report comes from the national governments and reports from those nations where we saved their children's lives and went into war and actually won both sides in the war and watched miracles of healing, indescribable miracles. And it's because you made it possible. So what we're asking you to do right now, and I'm praying, Betty, I'm asking God for the greatest support in the 25 years that we've worked with Peter and Ann in missions. <laughs> and that every single person will say, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna be the answer to that kid's need or that mother's prayer. I, I'm gonna take three children or five children or 10 children in my arms I'm going to care for them. 30, 50, 100. We can feed three, five, or 10 children for the next months. That's right, 30, 50, or 100. We can sponsor a school and feed an entire school with an average of 140 students for $1,400. $5,600, and you sponsor a school for a year, which includes feeding all the need and feeding those that come. It's an incredible outreach. There is a level at which you can participate. Be an answer to their prayers. Be the miracle they hope for, the miracle they need. Right now, go to lifetoday.org or dial the number. Go get your bank card. I wish you'd want to run to get it and come right back. Lifetoday.org or dial the number. Take that bank card and make the largest gift you can, the one God puts on your heart. If you can sponsor a school for a year, do it. 
for, for a few months, do it. Whatever you do, if you could feed three, five, or ten children, do it. Father, I pray everyone watching will be moved by your spirit to do that which is meaningful, which is miraculous for those who have a need. In Jesus' name, would you be that answer to prayer? Would you be that miracle? We will send you some gifts. We will send you the wonderful teaching by some of the greatest women in this country teaching you about life. Thank you for making the gift. Thank you for going online. Thanks for making the call. In remote and impoverished areas of Africa, families are suffering, facing death by starvation, and those hit the hardest are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, ready to feed and care for these children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With all of our previous reserves gone and Southern Africa facing its worst drought and food shortage in years, we urgently need to replenish our food supplies to reach 400,000 children counting on us. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Please also consider a special gift of $1,400 to help sponsor a school and help feed 140 children for three full months. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the brand new audio series, Living Your Destiny. Hear five outstanding Bible teachers and women of faith share how to live the life God destined for you. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive The Longing in Me by Sheila Walsh and Unashamed by Christine Kane. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more, be sure to request Majesty, our 2016 commemorative bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or go online today and make your gift of life to help feed and care for hungry children. Well, we are so excited to uh, send you Living Your Destiny. And you change someone's destiny when you give them a chance at life and in school to learn. You really do become someone's miracle. If you'd like to have Karen Evans' book, From Pain to Paradise, I'll be glad to send it to you. There again, there is the website, uh, Marriage Today. You can find out where all the television airings are on the different stations. You can find out where they're doing seminars and what's going on. Get the book there if you like. But if you help us help these children and you'd like to have Karen's book, we'll be glad to send it to you to say thanks. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to Jimmy and Karen? Thank you. Thank you. We love you both. Love you too. And we are co-laborers. Jimmy and I are both elders at the Gateway Church, which is a pretty good church in the Metroplex. Come see us sometime. Thanks for watching. Check out stream.org, okay? Thank all of you for being here.
In his new book, The Stream, James Robison charts a clear path to personal revival and spiritual revolution in our culture, values, morals, and in government. Reverend Samuel Rodriguez says The Stream is a Christ-centered, Bible-based prescription for these troubled times. Dr. Ben Carson says this important book points out many ways that we can use our lives to preserve those freedoms that made America great. The Stream, available now online and at retail bookstores. Become an ambassador for life and feed the hungry, give water to the thirsty, and bring hope to the hopeless. When you raise funds for life, you change lives. Contact Life today. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.